Welcome in this week's edition of the Recruiting Breakdown, sponsored by Mark Saunders, Texas All-State agent. My name is Jerry Hamilton, joined by Justin Wells. As always, Justin, we're going to look at today. There's 12 early enrollees out of 20 commitments. Last year, that number was 15. And we're going to talk about the 12 that we know are early enrollees. And can Texas match that 15? Because it seems like everybody else they're in on is an early enrollee. Uh, that's what we got for you on the recruiting breakdown today. Uh, starting off with a little news um, uh, before we get into that. Ty Anthony Smith no longer officially visiting Texas this weekend. Ty Anthony confirmed that uh, to myself and Justin uh, late last night. That was a Texas decision. They didn't want feel like they didn't want to have the official visit rushed. He has a playoff game at 3 p.m. Uh, then their family was going to drive to Austin. They'd probably be getting into Austin when Texas is playing a game so i mean there's there were some issues as far as uh that official visit goes so texas is going to shoot for a weekend in december here so we'll see when that is of course if texas wins friday then they'll be playing in the big 12 championship game december 2nd and there will be no official visitors that weekend either which leaves only december 9th for texas official visit weekend that doesn't mean midweeks weekend december 9th will be that official visit day. Before Justin and I get into the early enrollees, I want to take a second for Texas All-State agent Mark Saunders. Switching jobs is stressful. Switching schools is painful. But switching your insurance policies to All-State really couldn't be easier. Texas All-State agent Mark Saunders can help you protect your home, car, boat, and more and make the paperwork simple. Switch now to save time and skip the hassle. Call Texas alum Mark Saunders' office today at 512-218-8571. Are you in good hands? With over 35 years of experience, you will be in great hands with Texas Allstate agent Mark Saunders. Call Mark for a free quote today at 512-218-8571. Thank you very much to Mark Saunders, Texas Allstate agent, for being the sponsor of the Recruiting Breakdown. All right, Justin, let's start. Just go position by position. Uh, first early enrollee, starting at quarterback, Trey Owens. Um, obviously, the majority of quarterbacks are early enrollees nowadays. Um, but I think the, the Trey Owens coming in midterm, not knowing what's going to happen in the portal, not knowing what's going to happen with Quinn Ewers. Right. Is, it's an important piece for Texas. They'd want him in there for development purposes anyways. But with the uncertainty – at that, that quarterback room, which is loaded right now, what will it look like in the spring? I think it was important to get Trey in for spring practice and start that development. If there's one position that really does need to enroll early, or not so much need, but it just gives them such an advantage, it's the quarterback spot. Yeah. You come in six months early, you you get it. it, it it's hard to to, 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 to describe how important it is for those guys, especially in Sark's offense, which we know is not easy to learn. It takes a few years going through the system. Quinn Ewers is a prime example of that. So I think Trey doing that is it just shows, you know, that's a determined kid. He really is. And I love that those guys are still making a playoff run. Beating yeah. Katie last week was tremendous. That, yeah. that, that, that all that does what do you is get? Smart. What do you get for that, Justin? North Shore, baby. <laughs> you go from one, one power to the next. And so that, that's definitely going to be a tough game for Cy Fair. But, you know, Trey Owens has been doing a tremendous job this year, really under the radar, but but he doesn't care. 
He's just happy that he's going to Texas. He's happy that he's going to get a chance. And now that if he enrolls early, I think that's kind of what Sark wants his quarterbacks to do. And if you look at the last two classes, it's almost half the class every cycle, which just gives – that's why that first freshman class two years ago was so ready on the offensive line. And it's why these last group of freshmen, Anthony Hill Jr., Manny Muhammad, C.J. Baxter, Derek Williams, how they have all been prepared because they came in early. It's a sign of the times. It's a sign of – of, of strong mental evals from Char- from Sark and this staff getting those guys in. Because if you get an early enrollee, that's a self-motivated individual. That's not an easy thing to do. And so give Sark and those guys credit. But Trey Owens, if you play quarterback, I feel like it's a prerequisite. When K.J. Lacey comes in in another year, I feel like he's going to have to do the early enrollee yeah, thing because when you learn Sark's system, buddy, you need a head start. And I will say this. I talked to Ryan Wingo last week. He, he got his playbook in a few days ago. Yeah. And he's already been told, you'll be here in January. You need to be ready. There you go. And next we're going to go to running backs. Two running backs in the class. Jarrett Gibson, for sure, coming into Austin in January. He's an early enrollee. If you go to IMG to get out of high school early. Uh, to get that they accelerate you and get you ready to be a midterm. Yes. Oh, it's Christian Clark, though. Christian Clark. And state of Arizona, make it's very difficult to be a midterm high school graduate. There are loops, and there are multiple loops you have to go through. Uh, we hear Christian Clark is working on that. There has been working on that. We don't have clarification if that's actually going to happen right now, if they're still part of the process uh, that Christian Clark has to go through. So we'll, we're going to have him as a maybe. Uh, but with Jarrett Gibson, I, I think, look, he's a guy who – we'll say the same thing about Jordan Johnson Rebel, but – What's big about Jarrett Gibson coming in is you look, even if Jonathan Brooks returns, he's not going to be available for spring practice, right? right. Um, and, Jer- and Jarrett Gibson is one of the older kids in the class, over 19 years old. He's been at IMG two years. This kid is ready physically and mentally uh, to make that leap. But again, having a guy that fits that scheme, you know, CJ Baxter in that running back room, Keelan Robinson's gone, Jaden Blue should return Trey Wisner more in that Keelan Robinson role. Uh, so it's key to get Jarrett Gibson in, uh, and he gets to come in and we'll get a lot of reps in the spring. Yeah, and, and with Clark, that's, you know, you said it, there, there, there's going to be some reps available. Yes. There's going to be some opportunities there. And 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 with Brooks in lingo, I think that's that, that automatically gives those guys a shot. And, and you know, I, I like that. Jaden Blue is going to get a few extra reps this summer. Cedric Baxter as well. But Christian Clark coming in, I mean, the sooner the better. Uh, you, you get those guys acclimated early, and I think Christian Clark, who has a ton of upside anyway. I love that Texas went back to Arizona for another running back after Bijan, and nobody's going to really replicate Bijan, but Christian Clark is dang good, and he might be the best running back in this class. Yeah, uh, yeah, he might be, and he is a perfect fit for the inside zone scheme. Oh, yes, like a glove. Everything Sark wants to do, he fits it perfectly. All right, Justin, wide receiver position. Three wide receivers in the class, Ryan Wingo, Parker Livingstone, Freddie DeBose. Two of those guys are coming in uh, in January. Ryan Wingo, which you mentioned, Parker Livingstone, who missed the majority of his senior season. He got hurt week two. Um, so we yeah. don't know what you know where he'll be in the spring. But for Ryan Wingo, huge to come in in the spring, obviously. And that and he missed a lot of his senior year, too. So these guys, they, they come in with a little bit of, uh, to prove here. Uh, but also coming off the, those injuries, good to get into Texas and get that 
uh, get with the Texas training staff, medical staff, get 100% before this spring practice. But uh, in terms of, you know, we assume A.D. Mitchell's going pro, right? We don't know what's yeah. going to happen with Isaiah Nay, or he's walking with the seniors, but that doesn't mean he's necessarily leaving. But I do think he can be a grad transfer if he wants to be. But with Ryan yeah. Wingo coming in, they're at the outside receiver position. Look, if you're coming in as a slot receiver, I'd be telling you, good luck, man, because you got DeAndre Moore, Ryan Niblett, Jonte Cook can play anywhere. But if you're coming in as an outside receiver, you want to talk about a guy getting a lot of reps this spring. Ryan Wingo may get more reps than anybody. You know, and, and that's one reason he got that playbook early. It's like, hey, you, you need to be ready. That's a that's a sure sign of, of, of you know, be, being able to relate to that kid and understand, look, it's about to be big boys work. They were knocked out of the playoffs last week, so their season's over. And so now Ryan gets to spend a little bit more time with his family before he makes Austin his home. Um, Parker Livingstone is actually, I, 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 from what I understand, he's going to be able to go through spring ball. The fact yep. that this injury happened so early in the season as a blessing, he's actually listen. Yeah. If Lovejoy goes far enough, don't be surprised if you see Parker out there running routes. Like it just—that's kind of what it was all dependent on. Like how yeah. far they can get when you get down to that. And so at the end of the day, you want those receivers in early, and if all, and if at all, you want those outside guys because the slots—they're going to be looking good for the next couple of years. Yeah, no doubt about it. Tied in uh, in this class, Jordan Washington. Um, he is in it midterm enrollee. We actually had him on coffee and football this morning. He talked about that. Hey. Uh, yeah, Jordan, uh, Jordan Washington, great personality. The thing with Jordan Washington is he, guys, Texas fans, he understands the process. He understands he's gone from a basketball body, transitioning to a football body. He's around 220 pounds now. I said this morning after seeing him in person multiple times, he's going to get the 240 pretty quick. I, I think he's similar to a Florida high school player. Uh, in that he was in that he is not even close to being physically tapped out. He has a lot of upside. Uh, so him coming in in the spring is, is key for uh, his development more from a frame standpoint than a football standpoint. And depending on if he gets to that 240 range and how quickly he picks things up and what Texas does in the portal, that may afford him some opportunities uh, early on. Because, I mean, look, there's a there's a big difference between a Juan Davis right now, if he returns to Texas, and a Jordan Washington. Jordan Washington, six four and a half, long arms, big hands, big catch radius, and a little bit great more. Great feet and great hands from, yeah. from that basketball court. Yeah, yeah, and he's got a little bit more downfield ability, especially to adjust to the football. So Jordan Washington will be coming in. Um, on the offensive line, we have Brandon Baker is set to come in, it looks like. And then we have Daniel Cruz, who's coming in midterm. I think Nate Kibble stays for his senior spring semester. But, look, Brandon Baker getting in is big, Justin. I mean, Daniel Cruz getting in is big as well. But, you know, you're sitting there and you have Cole Hudson and Connor Robertson ahead of you. But, you know, Brandon Baker coming in is pretty big because he was not, at the start of his senior year, wasn't expected to be a midterm guy. And he's put in the work to become a midterm guy. And now you have one of the best pass protection offensive tackles in the 24 class. It's going to be in Austin in January. And with Christian Jones, obviously, going to the NFL draft this, this spring, right tackle is going to, you know, next man up is Cam Williams. But after him, that's where Brandon Baker's probably going to be sitting. Because yep. you, you want to get that guy some, some in, integrated into that offense and, and what that offensive line expects early. And that's another, you know, we talked about quarterbacks getting in early. 
offensive and defensive linemen. If there's one, if that's number one, number two is O line and D linemen. Because there's not one position in college football that really needs a red shirt more than that that line of scrimmage. So if you get Cruz in, you're looking. Listen, Daniel Cruz is going to push Connor Robertson for reps, buddy. Don't be shocked if Cole Hudson's the center and Cruz might be the backup. Not yeah. not to knock Connor Robertson. I'm just telling you. There's a diff, there's a different violence and athleticism in Cruz, and so don't be surprised with him coming in. Same thing for Baker; he could be the instant backup to Cam Williams as he comes in, similar to how Cam Williams had to come in and back up Christian Jones for a couple of years while he played. So that's the sign of a healthy, really healthy program when you can just bring those guys in and out, redshirt the ones you need, and, and get the young elite guys like Cruz, like Baker, on campus early. And if we're here, one thing I'll say about Daniel Cruz, if we start hearing late in the spring, he's making a move, he's pushing, then I'll say this, Texas may not have a really good center. They could potentially have a great player there because that's not a situation. That position is not where you come in and really push as a true freshman. If a guy comes in and can make a push, then Texas really may have something special on their hands there. Uh, obviously, Brandon Baker comes in way ahead of the game being at modern day. I mean, he's played – and it's similar to IMG, it's pretty much small college football. The guys he goes against every day are all Power Five football players. By the way, good luck to Richland High, Daniel Cruz. Uh, they are rolling, Jerry. Forney, twelve and zero. They have a junior running back that can really. Wait a minute, they're playing Forney. They're playing Forney. They're playing Forney on Friday. To so junior running back at uh, at Richland who can really run, and Forney uh, sophomore running back Osborne. So two of the better. Are running- they, uh, Osborne's a sophomore. Yep, sophomore. Yeah. So and, so and he Richland is a, has a Richland has a junior running back that's going to run 10 5, 10 6 this spring, probably. And ooh, then Osborne, Horny uh, has the sophomore Osborne. So, two of the better underclassmen. Who, who Texas is offered and who Texas is recruiting and who visited Texas like three weeks ago. Yep. Yep. So, there you go. Defensive line, two. This is where all the Texas fans are looking right now. DeAndre Robinson, Alex January. Melvin Hills is not a midterm graduate. We'll see if they add a fourth D lineman from the high school ranks to this class. We'll see what happens with TJ Lindsay, who would be an early enrollee, but he's supposed to be at Auburn this weekend. And I'll be waiting to see what happens. This is kind of a huge weekend for Auburn with some of their commitments that may be shaky. Uh, They're going to try to solidify these guys this weekend. And I'm not talking about beating Alabama on the field. I'm talking about just with coaches, with NIL, just trying to get these kids solidified, knowing that people are coming after them. But DeAndre Robinson, uh, Orlando Jones in the playoffs playing a really good Tampa Tech team this Friday. Uh, Alex January in the playoffs, obviously Duncanville rolling. Both of those guys, midterm enrollees. And Alex January, the spring was big for him not playing baseball. He's gained weight. His shoulders are just at the look of the guy this year. Even his father said that. And he's an improved player as a senior as far as his consistency. A 17-year-old yeah. senior. Yeah, 17-year-old senior. Um, and then there's DeAndre Robinson. And DeAndre Robinson is so interesting Ooh, to me. Justin, what a jump, Jerry. You see that jump in the rankings? That was easily predictable. That was Absolutely. He was, he was way low. I mean, I've seen him in person multiple times. That he was criminal. Way off. Way off with him. He should have never been a three-star prospect. Um, but he, what's interesting about DeAndre is he has a very high ceiling, but he's a typical Florida public school guy. He's not coming in close to – to where his ceiling is physically or as a player. But the physically part is how quickly he can make gains with Torrey Becton. Uh, and with Texas, the opportunity to push early 
that is big for him. Tory Becton's work with DeAndre is going to be as important as Bo Davis's work with DeAndre the first few months. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games. Has to be. Has to be. And, and I love, you know, six months ago, it was, okay, Alex January is expected to jump in. Uh, I think Melvin Hills about that time had already maybe perhaps jumped in. And then DeAndre Robinson was in, and there was a worry about Florida flipping him. There was a worry about his ranking and things of that sort. We have seen those three D linemen make some of the biggest jumps of any prospect in this Texas class. All three of them have shown incredible senior tape. I mean, really, really strong, stout stuff. And to get those guys in early, like we talked about, you know, quarterbacks number one. But if I had a, a you know a preference for number two, it's a line of scrimmage. Get them in that strength conditioning program as soon as possible. Get them into going big on big against what they're going to see at the next level as soon as possible. Spring and like I said, DeAndre Robinson's jump. If you want to have fun, what if you're a Texas fan, go watch his huddle from his yep. senior year. And I'm not just talking about his defensive play. Go watch him on offense. He's got the best personality, Jerry. I know you've got to know him. I've got to know him a little bit over the last few months. I, I, I'm really excited for that guy. Yeah, no doubt about it. And uh, he has he he wants to wants to wants to be a really good football player. Now it's going to come down to being coached really hard for the first time, accepting that and staying with the process. That's going to be key for him. Sadir Mitchell's gone through some growing pains with that, but he's making strides. Uh, Jerry Bledsoe, same thing. It's yeah. a process. Uh, so DeAndre's got to have patience with that process. Alex January will naturally have patience with his father being a college football player and really that understanding of everything that goes into this to bake those guys. Um, all right, Edge, the name everybody's waiting for in Austin's Colin Simmons, right? There's no doubt. One of the top, the top edge pass rush prospect in the country, five star out of Duncanville, set to come in early as is Zeno Mozulu, but that's more of a takes a longer to bake type of physically. Uh, he's going to get bigger. He's going to be more on that Ethan Burke plan uh, for me. But Colin Simmons is different level edge rusher, Justin, and people just they get giddy. Texas fans get giddy because they've seen what Anthony Hill's done as a freshman. And they say, what will happen if Colin Simmons has that impact just as an edge rusher that Anthony Hills had as a linebacker? Where will this Texas team be next year? Colin Simmons, another, it's a bit, I think he's ahead of the game technically. Huge for him with Torrey Becton in the spring. He's a guy who's 6'2, 6'2 and a quarter, 225 pounds. So yeah. he's got to add strength. He's got to continue to add some weight. Oh, people will attack him in the SEC. Uh, but it's huge to have him coming in with this class. He's been such a strong voice in this class. Um, he's remained solid. He hasn't shown up on LSU's campus. Uh, and Texas fans will be so excited to see this guy in the spring game come blazing off the edge. Texas needed an impact guy at edge, Jerry. He was they the must-get in this class. He was the must-get recruit in this class. Amen. The, and in and, and, and the first few cycles, Sark has nailed – Big-time prospects at virtually every spot except for edge. 
Colin Simmons filled that void. And I think Colin loves the opportunity, one, that he's going to get a chance to play early. But two, he can be that impact guy that Texas has needed for years. This season, the Horns have finally started getting to the quarterback a little bit more than in the past. Last year, they were getting closer, but they didn't necessarily get to him. It was just pressures and hurries. Now, they're hitting the quarterback. And then you bring in a guy that, that, that like you said, he's the best pass rusher in the country. His athleticism, the basketball stuff all translates. Great feet, violent hands. Big time. I love Zena because Zena has that frame. Zena has that ability to, 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 to mold. It, he's like clay, and they're going to be able to, to do a lot of different things with him. And then I still feel like they'll, they'll take one more edge, probably not in the recruiting cycle, but probably in, in the portal, just because you can't have too many of those guys, even though I think PK and those guys have stocked that room so much more in the last two years than when they first got there. Colin Simmons is obviously the, the early impact name. Yeah, and you look at the, the loss this year for Texas, Oklahoma. If they had one guy that just went out there and had the ability on his own to go get the quarterback, that probably changes that game. That's the one thing, if you look at when Texas lost, the one thing that they continue to miss right now is the edge guy that can just go get the quarterback on the ground no matter when, no matter situation, when you yeah. need it most. And Colin Simmons is that guy. Linebacker. None in the class. Um, Ty Anthony Smith, Texas worker to flip him uh, from AM. He is an early enrollee. So we'll yep. see if he does make a December official visit. He's watching that AM. He's watching that AM coach. Oh, yeah. yeah. And, and AM's hired a search firm. They're going through the whole process. Um, it, it'll, it'll probably end up coming down to Jeff Trailer in a name out of left field right now. It'll um, come down to Jeff Trailer. So we'll see. We'll see what happens there. I mean, look, the old money wants Jeff. The new money, not so sure. So that's what's going to happen. It'll be interesting to see who that other name that emerges is uh, for Texas A and M. Uh, Justin Williams, long shot, hasn't been in his communication with Texas as much in the last week, from what I hear, as he was previous. So we'll see uh, if anything happens there. Hey, if Mom decided to put her foot down, and say, nah, I'd rather drive the games than fly the games. We'll see. Glenn Schumann is the is the is the uh, X factor in that recruitment. Schumann has won Justin Williams over, and, and that right. one's going to be tough to top. It's going to be tough. It's going to be tough. And Joseph Jonah Jeanier, uh his teammate, has told Texas twice now. No, nah, I'm set with Georgia. I don't have any interest coming to visit. I actually talked with Joseph Jonah Jeanier this morning, uh, so nothing moving there. Uh, so we'll see uh, there. But keeping on with the uh, midterm enrollees here. Defensive back, Justin. Jordan Johnson Bell, I think not enough people are talking about him as an early enrollee. Texas needs safety help and depth. He's coming from IMG. Uh, so he's pretty much been in a small college program for two years. He is the guy similar, and I'm not saying as a player, similar to Jalen Callan in this, though. He's not quite as tall as other guys. He may not have the frame growth as other guys, potential as other guys. He may not run as fast in the 40 as some of the other guys ranked highly in the country. But I'll tell you where there are similarities with him in Catalan. Besides that, this kid loves football. And I know Jalen Catalan struggled with that love of football after he's got injured. But Jordan Johnson Rebell has a love of football, a love of competing, and he wants to do it at the University of Texas, and he sees opportunity. So him in this class, I think, is not talked about enough as an early enrollee because he he's going to come in with a professional mindset from day yeah. one. Then the other DBs, and we'll talk about him, 
Uh, Santana Wilson, not an early enrollee. Wardell Mack is an early enrollee. So he'll get to come in. Texas will start his career at corner, see if he stays at corner, kind of where he uh, finds his way this spring uh, and through the I summer. bet he makes I bet he I bet he lands possibly in the rotation at corner. That, depending kind of, on yeah, if they get Kobe Black and both of those guys are on campus in January, it's gonna be Terrence Brooks and Manny Muhammad, and then those two guys nipping at their heels. Yep, yeah. Because Warren Roberson, even though he's worked out at corner, he's not gonna stay at corner long. He'll be that's a nickel not, or a safety. Yeah, that's not the expectation. Uh, and then we'll see if Texas goes to the portal or you know, Gavin Holmes returns, obviously. So we'll see what happens there. All right, uh, Justin, then the guys that are left. You mentioned Kobe Black. We're going to talk about Kobe Black and Xavier Filsame. We've tough, touched on some other guys, both early enrollees. Obviously, uh, eight days away from Kobe Black's announcement. Xavier Filsame we'll get to next. But uh, Kobe Black potentially in this class as an early enrollee as a boundary corner. Yeah, that, it, it, that this is <laughs> – <laughs> this is our uh, disclaimer for our weekly Kobe Black. We have, to, we have to bring it up for a minute now. We, we have to. Actually, we had something to actually report this time, which I thought was a little bit different. I went and saw Kobe on Friday play Ty Anthony in the playoffs, and Conley didn't – you know, Conley was missing Keeper Sibley. He's, yeah. he's out with a shoulder injury, and I just – I felt like that was going to be a lot to overcome for Conley because th that he was their main guy. The kid had almost 1,000 yards in the first three games. And I hate it for him because I feel like the tread is going to be wore off that kid by the time he gets to college. Um, got to see Kobe. Kobe played well. You know, that's his last game. And so now Kobe's like, okay, I've wrapped up my season. I can get this ceremony over on November 29th and be able to move in in the next month. Um, Texas is, is set the pace the entire time. I'd be shocked if it's not them. You know, maybe a late development. But Kobe has been told, look, Ryan Watts has this spot. When he goes to the league in 2024, that's where you need to be looking. And, and, and Kobe loves that. It's funny because I talked to the dad for about a half a game and, you know, they're, they're, they're ready for the decision. They're ready for Kobe to, to find his home, to find his niche. And I talked to his mother after the, after the game. And she said, you know, I was really hoping he would do this in the summer. She said, I think we knew where he wanted to go in the summer, but he just, Kobe just, he's calm. He just kind of took it all in stride and never wanted to rush anything. And so in Texas handled it just like you should, you know, Sark is not a, he doesn't push too hard. When he does push, he pushes at the right times. But for the most part, he plays the long game. And doing that with Kobe and his family is probably going to pay off. And then there's Xavier Philsame, safety out of McKinney. Yeah. Um, you know, look, six foot one ninety. had a high ankle sprain, missed their playoff loss to Highland Park. As of yesterday, he's still, still scheduled to be at Florida this weekend since McKinney lost. And that's what we've been reporting. If they lost, he was going to go to Florida for the Florida State game. He's still scheduled to be in Gainesville. Uh, this weekend for that game, Texas will look to get him in in December. That's probably a better timeline for Texas. Go down to Florida, get that visit out of the way. Uh, because, look, I don't think Florida's done losing defensive players in this class. I think they have another one coming soon. That would make three, one of those being Wardell Mack. And that class continues to take on a little bit of water. And so what does Texas do, Justin? Our favorite term, they're just going to hang around the rim, get the dad and him on campus, does Florida have a change at D coordinator before signing day? I mean, there's a lot of things at play right now uh, for, for, for Florida in recruiting uh, with Xavier Phil Same. I can say this, though. He sees the same opportunity at Texas he does at Florida. That's the opportunity as an early enrollee to come in and compete for time right away at safety. Uh, so Texas has that going for them. Blake Gideon's been remained in contact with him. The question now is when do him and his dad get to Austin for a visit 
Um, I'm thinking it's early December, and I'm not even saying it's a weekend visit. It could be a midweek visit. So we'll see. Again, I want to take one more second for a sponsor of uh, the recruiting breakdown. That's uh, Allstate agent Mark Saunders. Switching jobs is stressful. Switching schools is very painful. But switching your insurance policies to Allstate really couldn't be any easier. Texas Allstate agent Mark Saunders can help protect your home, car, boat, and more and make the paperwork simple. Switch now to save time and skip the hassle. Call Texas alum Mark Saunders' office today at 512-218-8571. Are you in good hands? With over 35 years of experience, you'll be in good hands with Texas Allstate agent Mark Saunders. Again, call today for a free quote, 512-218-8571. And I just want to mention, we've had multiple people, Texas fans, that listen to on Texas football, subscribe to on Texas football that have now are now clients of Mark Saunders. Very easy process. Yeah. They got went to the website, they reached out to Mark Saunders. So, and that's been home, auto, all of it. So, uh, uh, th- uh thank you, Texas fans, for supporting uh, Mark Saunders and Mark Saunders for uh, sponsoring the recruiting breakdown. All right, Justin, in closing, 15 early enrollees last year, Texas has 12. I mean, without making predictions, it's going to come close to 15 again, right? I mean, the impact on this, you know, when you look at Texas um, and where they're at in recruiting, if you average, if you sign a top five class three straight years and half of those guys are early enrollees, then Sark's plan is pretty much working. I wouldn't say perfectly, nothing's perfect, but from a recruiting standpoint, it's about as close to perfect as it can be. He's got it streamlined, Jerry. Yeah. And this is the new norm. Listen, yeah. I can see kids that don't enroll early potentially losing offers, potentially losing opportunities because especially for at certain positions, you know, like with a Ryan Watts and a Kobe Black, you want Kobe and Wardo Mack on campus early because you're yeah. going to lose that corner. So you want that competition in January rather than August when they can hit again. And so that to me, it's just a new norm. And, and to me, it's a mental eval. You're yep. getting a kid because most of these early enrollees means they had to do extra stuff, extra work, put in extra time to accomplish what they want to accomplish. You get enough of those overachievers into one group, then you got something special. Then you have something that does this thing called changes the culture. Yep. It becomes more organic, like Sark had talked about. And so to me, it's it's a streamline of efficiency. It's and, hey, and, and, and sometimes and they can't get them all in. Not no, and it doesn't cost the players. Some, some schools, some states don't even have it. The right. reason, and I was told this at New Iberia, uh, at Westgate High, two weeks ago when I was by there. The reason Derek Williams didn't early enroll is because New Iberia ISD did not have it, or Parish, whatever you call it, didn't have it. You know who that well, that rules now changed because the entire Westgate, the head coach and that coaching staff, and that school said. This has got to stop. This cost Der- Derek Williams should have been out of here. There was no reason for him to still be in high school last spring. He had the credits. He was mature enough. He was ready to get to Austin and begin his college football career. So that has now changed New Iberia Parish schools, and you can now graduate early. We'll see if that comes in uh, to play with uh, Jabari Antoine next year. And I'll yeah. say the final thing on the, on this. For kids that don't understand why it's so important to get in as an early enrollee, you have the portal window opening December 4th. You co- you want to get in early, one, to compete. Yep. But two, look from a leverage standpoint, you could possibly keep that school 
that you're going to from taking a kid in the portal at your position. Because if you came in the summer, they're not going to wait for it. They're not going to wait. They're going to say, we got to get somebody in the portal, get them ready to go because you're not going to be ready. You're not getting here till June. Exactly. I mean, that's where we're at in recruiting. All right, that's been this week's recruiting breakdown. Thank you, Justin Wells, Texas Rangers, number one, two, three, four, five fan. I don't know which one you're at, but you're one of them. Uh, My name is Jerry Hamilton. Thank you for joining us. We'll talk to you again next week. Everybody have a happy Thanksgiving.